0: Good morning, everybody. It is uh, just gone 11 o'clock. It's time for the Gordons Bay Residents Association, our morning slot, uh, 11 to 1, and we welcome all the residents. Hope you've tuned in to Happening Radio, where it all happens. We have Doreen and Anne share. Doreen Roberts, and Anne share in the studio with us today. And uh, we're going to be talking about the Gordons Bay Outreach uh program that Doreen runs. We talk in Neighbourhood Watch that Anne is involved in and basically we really want to talk about the feeding scheme, the Gordons Bay Lockdown Feeding Scheme that uh, we have been running since 2020. I think it was March 2020 that we started and what we have been doing and and how you as residents can help us. Sergeant Nadu won't be in the studio today but we're a little bit later. We're We'll talk about the crime situation. He's on leave, and we wish you, Sergeant Nadu a happy holiday. Relax and uh, get ready for the next uh, uh, round of work that you're going to be doing because Gordons Bay is busy, busy, busy. Thank you very much. First of all, um, and let's talk to you. Morning, S- Edwina. Morning, and you're talking to the microphone. That's wonderful. Thank you. Morning, Anne. So you are the face of also Neighbourhood Watch, as we do know. Let's talk a little bit about Neighbourhood Watch to start off with. Neighbourhood Watch has been going since I think 2012. That's correct. In Gordon's Bay, that's part. When did you join Neighbourhood Watch?
1: Oh, do we? I think it was in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. It's
0: not mistaken. Yeah. Too. Okay. And uh, um, then you were just uh, a normal member of Neighbourhood Watch. You found out how exciting it was to be part of Neighbourhood Watch, to be part of the the solution. And slowly you've grown into Neighbourhood Watch and you've become very much an integral part of Neighbourhood Watch because you are always out there. You are the face of our Neighbourhood Watch number. Can you give everybody that number? We'll give it out a little bit later so that everybody is aware that there is that Neighbourhood Watch number, that they can phone in should there be any problems, etc., Neighbourhood Watch is an organization that belongs to the city of Cape Town. We under the department we ruled by the Department of Community Safety. We are an accredi- we are accredited with the, the city. We have to be re-accredited every two years. Uh, our jurisdiction is the, the area that we work under is the same as the, the SAPS precinct and uh yes that's the area that we do patrol in that and Anne is the one that <coughs> sorry i've got a frog in my throat now <coughs> apologies for that Anne is the one that organizes all the patrols so Anne,
1: how many patrollers do you have out there and on the on the road um i think at the moment we've got about 47 um active patrollers uh on wednesday evening we've uh, yeah Wednesday evening we had a meeting and there's quite a number of new people that join so it's uh, looking very good Edwina Um, we're happy to to welcome all our new members um, to get us on the get them on the road and um, help us solve the problems that we have in our town Hmm. are there many problems in our town Yes, we have a few uh, problems in our town. We've got people that, of course, break-ins and theft out of motor vehicles. And our duty is eyes and ears of the neighborhood watch. We, um, we will always, if we find somebody in uh, a street at 2 o'clock in the morning where it's not supposed to be, we will kindly ask them to remove themselves because what are you doing in our area at 2 o'clock in the morning? if you're not up to mischief. So that is what we do. We work with um, SAPs. We uh, assist them when they have VCPs. We also work with traffic when they do roadblocks. We assist there. And yeah, we are a happy bunch of people working together. And yeah, I, I couldn't imagine my life without the Neighbourhood Watch. Mm, and what is a VCP? It's It's a vehicle Checkpoint where um, you get pulled over to check driver's license, your car license, um, see if there's anything that looks suspicious in your car, um, and just to see that your car's roadworthy. And obviously, uh, if we notice that somebody's had something to drink, um, we will then get the necessary people out to, to deal with that
0: situation. Mm, because as we know that uh, drink driving is one of the concerns in Gordon's Bay, the sadly, and a oh, number of accidents that happen as a result of it. So really, our thanks goes out to you guys who stand there. I know I'm a neighbourhood watch member as well, but I'm a, I'm the ghost of the patrollers because <laughs> I'm never ever present. So. And th- I've done maybe two patrols in all my days that I've been a member of, of Neighbourhood Watch. And it is, it's so exciting. The adrenaline is there when, you, when you're when right there and you just think, you know, go and do it. But somehow I just think I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> never too old. You know. yeah, yeah, never too <laughs> old. There you go. So let's move to Doreen. Doreen, good morning.
2: Morning, Edwina.
0: And welcome to... Um, Happening Radio, where it all happens Thank you very much. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, Doreen, you work for uh, an organization called Gordons Bay Outreach.
2: That's right. Can
0: you tell us all about it?
2: So, Gordons Bay Outreach is predominantly uh, for children, feeding schemes for children. So, we have five soup kitchens in Casablanca and Cycle Park, which we reach uh, twice a week. We reach over 400 children. And then we also do uh, food support. For the um, Temperance Town Primary School, where we reach three hundred between 300 and 350, cho- uh, 350 children every school day.
0: Wow! So, so Doreen, what do you give these children every school? You know, uh, what are the what are the children actually getting? Does the school not have a feeding scheme?
2: Yes. So the Department of Education has uh, so they with the Western Cape school feeding scheme thing where they provide for 250 children um, meals or food food supplies. They supply uh, two cooks, two paid cooks, um, but the school is over a thousand children. And um, with the teacher, or not the teacher, the principal had told us that is more than 50 to 70% of the children are in need of a meal. So they, it is a big uh, shortfall. And so we just try and You know, obviously it's still short, but we try and and close that gap a little bit. Otherwise they alternate, you know, then one child gets today and then tomorrow. So we just want to make sure that every child has a meal.
0: Wow, well, you know, and uh, I think right now I need to give the studio a WhatsApp number because if you need to know how you can assist uh, yeah. when it comes to the feeding of the school children, you can uh, WhatsApp us right now on zero six seven eight one seven one five double three you know, WhatsApp us and see how you can help. And we can put you in touch with Doreen or we can keep uh, put you in touch with the Gordon's Bay Lockdown Feeding Scheme and see what we can do. Right. So yes, <coughs> we all know that the most important meal of the day is your breakfast. Yeah. And if children don't have that, that sustain. Uh, something in their tummies. Yeah. The concentration is not there. So, yeah, it's the
2: true. You can't uh, teach a learning child, first of all. Yes. And uh, since the the school feeding scheme have come in, the teachers and principal have given us great feedback to say that the children are less lethargic, they're less disruptive in the class and on the playground, and they're just far more attentive. Their marks mm-hmm. have gone up. So it's, it's a very valuable... And uh, yeah, it's a very The service that you service, are doing is G
0: B outreach yeah. and as Doreen's saying, two hundred and fifty kids are fed by the, the by department, the department yeah. and you and there are a thousand kids in how do you say to one to one group, No, you can't have today, you can have tomorrow? Yeah. How do you do that? So I mean it's just so
2: It's so sad. It's you know, sad and, and it's and difficult. It's, it's very difficult. But you know, uh, if they just have to do what they have to do, you know. Yeah. Uh, they have to try and be as fair as possible. But luckily now the kids are, most of them do get a meal yes, you know, yes, every day. Yeah.
0: So we've been very fortunate in the GB Lockdown um, program that uh, we started as the, the different organizations, Neighbourhood Watch, GB Outreach, Gordons Bay Residents Association um lions club together with the united church so we got two churches really involved because gb outreach is an yes. arm of the in church so we yes, got the two is. churches involved plus the three organizations so when we all got together during COVID, it was during hard lockdown didn't we get together then yeah yeah we did yeah. and uh, uh we got uh, permits to be able to operate as such and we were very fortunate that thomas house in in uh, Uh, Somerset West in actual fact contacted us and through them we get a lot of food that is donated to us that we can give to different organizations and Doreen you take from this food as well other than that what your outreach does your outreach supplement as well to them?
2: Yes um, just to our obviously to our soup kitchens and then uh, to the school so we buy food from donations because with the department The education department we have to follow a strict um, menu that they have set out so it's not like we can you know somebody can donate us a whole bunch of fish we can't take it there we have to stick to the department's menu so they what does that entail well it's um you know mostly vegetables soya rice You know, we we get a lot of spices, and then uh, on a Monday and a Wednesday, we take them bread for all the children. So we used to provide uh, bread, um, but now we take from the donations that we get and we give them four to five. big bags of bread so of bread and that so yeah. they all get yes, and sometimes wonderful. rooties and you know sometimes croutons so the kids love it huh? yes yes that's so it's it it's a big yeah. spoil yeah. it's
0: a big spoil and then your other kitchens that you do you also do other kitchens in other soup kitchens in other areas yes
2: so we've got the the two in Cycle Park and then um, three in Casablanca or you know the other way around <laughs> not 100% sure where the one starts and the other one goes but, yes, yeah, so we once a month uh, buy them. We also have a menu, a basic menu for them. And then we buy them the food from the donation so that every soup kitchen has the same. And then we take pizza bases and then also the pizza bases and bread and whatever we then deliver to um, the soup kitchens as well, which they then hand out to struggling families. They know, you know, so that it's in their area. So they will, uh, they distribute it to... Whatever. Yes. Know, so, so
0: so you have got special ladies that are, are they employed by your outreach? No, they, they do it entirely voluntar-
2: voluntarily.
0: Voluntarily in the in those areas. Yeah. Okay. So you you give them like a, a bulk pantry once a month. Yes. And then they've got to ensure that it gets Yeah. That the kids get it. And it's basically for children.
2: Yes. The so yeah, so the soup kitchens are basically for children. If there's anything left over, they have the discretion to give anybody else, else but predominantly by the time yes. that kids are done the pots are empty mm-hmm. you know so
0: you know lots of people keep saying that that in the area you know we because we know we see the the vagrants the homeless all walking around the streets and that yeah. and they say they're hungry they're hungry and then you say to them but go to the soup kitchens etc are there soup kitchens for adults
2: i know there's one in temperance town They sort of do for everyone.
0: The lions do that. The lions do that. Mm -hmm.
2: And then um, compassion care. You know, we like to refer them to compassion care so that they can get a meal there.
0: Okay, so compassion care, yes, compassion care, which is uh, near the laundry in Little Solaris Road, as I say, they do, but they do not get a meal there unless they join one of their programs. Uh, so right. they've got to join one of their programs to be able to get a meal. But if we refer them back to Casablanca or what of that, like I know that uh, Anne and I from the neighbourhood watch, we support uh, neighbourhood watch supports Broadlands, uh, Iris's program there. So that's that's predominantly. Uh, um, for adults, we just got Doreen's uh, jukebox playing,
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's his spam numbers, you know.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Uh. so so that we know that adults can go there, you know. I don't really know, and I know in Place there's a, a, a soup kitchen. We don't support that. I know Pinkster Park. We give uh, stuff to them. They support the other in in. What areas and does Pinkster Park? Does, in, the uh, strand, in the
1: Strand, and In the Strand and that. So
0: there are various where, the, uh, where people can go. There is so many NGOs and NPOs that are out there that are doing food for for adults. Yeah. But uh, we concentrate, well, you do, Doreen, concentrate predominantly on children. Sadly, yes. uh, Paula hasn't been able to join us from the Lions Club today but she uh, Paula is Temperance Town that's her baby the lion's baby they support uh, a Temperance Town they do it, and they—they uh, definitely the royalty of all kitchens, soup kitchens. When it comes to to feeding, cause they are very, very well fed. Yeah. And I do know there's other people that are supporting in Temperance Town as well. So the people yeah. of Temperance Town are, are really blessed when it comes to food. And and, and there, the school, yeah. yeah, and there again, the school children get, and when they come out of school, then they can they still go, I'm sure, to the soup kitchen to get another yeah. plate of food or take it home for the night. Or something like that and where else do uh, um, we know you and I know what we've done as far as other parcels we've done other parcels for for people that are struggling from home can you talk a little bit about that
1: yeah we've got a few families um, Edwina that that um, actually have approached us in in time of need some of them are still coming from the lockdown time we, we are still supporting these families. People have lost jobs. Um, you know, to, getting back on their feet is a is a problem. And we are still supporting those families uh, by giving them food parcels, which we get donations for. Um, you can either bring non-perishable goods to, to us at the Lions Club, or you can make a cash donation. Uh, we know we have received some nice donations from overseas and and that's helped us tremendously and um, yeah I'm I'm happy it it warms my heart to 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 give a family a food parcel and I know that they can they can carry on with that food for two weeks until we can give them a a parcel again so the need is out there Edwina Um, we we like I say lots of people know me uh, I get a lot of requests and, you know, we you and I discuss it and then we make a decision. But um, and I know it, it, it's heartwarming to see how it is appreciated. That is th- that, that what that does it for me. And then, I've, of course, I've got um, Uncle Phil from the Neighbourhood Watch. Um, he's a pensioner, but lo and behold, he's there every time to help deliver parcels. And he just, he enjoys it so much. And he's such a sweetie pie. And we just want to thank Uncle Four for his hard work
0: absolutely yeah. you know
1: yes and uh, you know if we just
0: think and Doreen was also very much part of it in the beginning besides the outreach also give parcels to those yeah. those in need from yes. the from the, the counseling side but if you think we were doing 45, 50, 60 parcels at at some stages yeah. that were yes. going out during hard lockdown you know there were uh, um, the people that just like hairdressers, like mechanics, mechanics, nail technicians, all of those where suddenly there was absolutely no income coming in. And as you say, Anne, you know, it's taken a long time and it's taken a long time for some people to get back on to their feet and to get back into the working world because especially if you're older or something like that, you know, it's not easy to get a job today. So we fully understand and where we can help, we do help but we also bound by what comes in. Absolutely. We have been very lucky in, in in the beginning when it was first hard lockdown and we put out the requests for um, funding and that. It was uh, all channeled through the Gordons Bay Outreach Program and uh, we purchased from there. People could get a certificate, etc., to say that they donated for tax purposes, so that was absolutely great. But uh, since we've come back since Christmas, we've operated on our own as Neighbourhood Watch and Gordons Bay Residents Association, and uh, we have applied for NPO number. so we will be able to do that, to give back and we have been blessed with donations to keep us us going and keep those families going so if you do need in if you do need assistance there is ann's number that i'm going to give you just now the neighborhood watch uh, number that you can uh, write down or else you can always let us know here at happening radio 067 817 1533 just ask us here to uh, to put a, put you in contact with us and radio hap- oh, Happening Radio will definitely do that at any time. Let's take a short break and let's listen to some music. It's called Cape Town's Little Secret. Right, we are back and there's so much to talk about what's happening in Gordons Bay. We d- continue to talk about the feeding scheme because I think it is necessary that everybody do- does know that there are people that we are feeding. At the moment, people, I know, on one of the Facebook pages, they've actually even stopped, blocked people from putting on, I need money for electricity, I need money for this and money for that. Because, everybody is feeling the pinch right now. So... Yes, Gordon's Bay lockdown feeding scheme. We do not give out. We don't hand out money. We don't pay for electricity, etc. But we do do with the feeding and that. And I, I, my feeling is, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's uh, it's up for discussion, that I feel if you've got a f- uh, a phone and you got airtime to go onto Facebook and do all these things, put it towards some electricity, or not that it's going to buy much electricity or something. Like that, but I don't know, Doreen and and Anne. How do you feel about the situation of people begging for money on Facebook?
2: Um, so I'm I feel very, I don't know, I, anti it. I think that we must uh, identify certain organisations that do that because. If people do that, it's an open—it's an opening. You're opening a window for abuse, yes. And you're opening a window for people to take advantage of other people. Whereas, if you support an organisation, then they have certain things in place to make sure that these people are taken care of, but at the same time that they don't abuse the system, they don't abuse the good-heartedness <laughs> of other people. Um, I'm very against that because I know everyone—everyone everyone wants to help. We're just looking for the right outlet. That's
3: right. Yeah. Yeah. And Anne, what do you
0: you say?
1: Um, Edwina, I know for a fact there has been people on there that, that scam people. They use different profiles, but they forget to take the photographs off. And then it gets pointed out to me and say, listen, but this person asked on another profile for the same thing. And this happens all the time. And uh, we've even had requests of people living in store. Now, um, I immediately say, sorry, but we don't do uh, the money thing. We only do food parcels. And, um, yeah, I I really uh, don't support that on Facebook. If you're really in need, we've put it out there so many times uh, who you can contact. If you are in need, then that's the way to go. Don't go on Facebook. And then if you say something, Um, you know like say listen um, but this is not on I've I've seen it that people will say but you've tried on this platform and that platform then it's a whole mud fight you know and that's not nice Mm. that's not what we want but um, contact the the right people and and get help from the right people or if you want to donate to to somebody that is is, is in need donate to the the organizations and, and let the organizations deal with it um, so yeah, I, I don't support that at all. Mm,
0: that's yeah. it, and the the banking details for the different organisations that you you can donate to is on the, the Facebook pages and uh, where there is an opportunity. I know Gordons Bay Outreach, their snap scan that they can do on there too, yeah. is there not doing Yes, there is. Yes. So, and, and you're 100% right, and I think even last week you and I had a problem with one of the per- persons, you know, completely harassing people continually for mm. electricity and that there is. And there's very few organisations yeah. unless they've gone through the proper counselling etc that will actually buy electricity or hand out money towards electricity and that. So so it's difficult and we know that you still gotta eat, that you need electricity yeah. to eat and that, but it is extremely difficult. Money to hand out actual physical money just does not work when it comes to to assisting. Etc. So, So um, the, oh, I know the GB outreach, they do have counselors yeah. at the church. So and yeah,
2: we have a social worker. Social worker. And okay. so uh, the people will then contact the social worker. She will then visit the property. She will assess everything. So it's not just... For in, in that case, it's not just food support that they do. It's also how they can help them get back into the work environment. Does the child need school fees to be paid or whatever? They do an amazing uh, job, but they do open uh, sort of a social thing for you. And, uh, yeah, take it from anything from that you need, from counseling to, uh, yeah, it's an amazing. And that's part of our – we fund that. Gordons Bay Outreach funds that, but it's a, a project of – the Dutch Reformed Church. of oh, the Dutch Gordes- Reformed Church. You see, in that so it sequier- that's amazing. Yes. No, they, it's not just the congregation members. It's also outside. But you see, people don't like social workers to pride into their thing
0: oh absolutely not Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and and, you know if you're really desperate for help you will allow a social worker to come in and and assist you as such and sadly neighborhood watch and the residents association we don't have that luxury but maybe that's something that we need to start looking at if we do have because our parcels are growing and and uh, as much as Anne and I trying to do the best but it's Anne who 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 understands and knows she's because yeah yeah, she knows people because and you've got your ear on the ground all the time, so uh, obviously my ear maybe is three steps above you know doesn't hear so (laughs) (laughs) properly
1: well anymore. I just want to add it. We know when it when it comes to uh, families, uh, sending a social worker to a family, and I've heard this over and over again. The big fear is is that they're going to take. Their children away, mm. and I understand that, and yeah. I, I really understand that. But it's it's sad that that they would rather suffer and not go through a social worker. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
2: But uh, yeah, unfortunately, we that's are the criteria. You yes. know that uh, the Dutch Reformed Church social worker has to, uh, she has to abide by that and apply those things to make sure that there's no. Um, you know, fraud—not not fraud, but that they don't abuse the system, That's and right. they get onto their feet, and there's some sort of accountability. You know? Yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to say, for our little team that we made, our COVID group, I am so proud of the the parcels and stuff that we have taken out. You know, we, uh, it was calculated over two thousand food parcels that we handed out since lockdown. Um, the help has been enormous. The people have been. Um, amazed by Absolutely. the work that we've done. I feel so privileged to be part of this team just to start off with it and I think you guys are a bunch of amazing ladies.
0: <laughs> we are a bunch of amazing ladies and you know <laughs> if you think that we are, each of us have got our own disciplines and our own organisations that yes. we're doing and I know some days you know I, I'm the one with the capital B in front of my name but there, but you know that's the way we are and we we never ever We never, ever have arguments where we cross with each other. It's been fantastic. We open for discussion. And uh, what did we do we opened up the charity sh- uh, chest yeah. yes. and we've been running that charity chest for the last 15 16 months and that which has brought funding back into our organi- yeah. into from our yes. community back, back to the community and handing back to the different projects that we we're doing and it's been it's been amazing it really has and we got to say hats off to the residents of Gordon's Bay yeah. because from the day we've opened that store uh, that charity chest we have not wanted to go anywhere else to look for clothing we have still got a lot of clothing that was donated for the fire at one stage in betty's bay who didn't want it we still got that that we haven't even gone through and touched. we did a little bit of it, the linen and that type of thing but there you go i mean the the community of gordon's bay is so giving and, you know, you just have to put <coughs> your hands up and they're there. Hands up last Saturday for the fire, for water and all that type of thing. There it was. It all arrived. Yeah. It is it is amazing what the people of Gordons Bay do. And we just say thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And another person we need to thank, Ratia, right besides my donor that uh, supports me for the GBRA, but another in the lockdown feeding is Anya and her husband, yeah, a yeah, Dutch sure, couple. Absolutely. They oh, have yes. been phenomenal. Yes. Anya as, uh um, received money from Holland and although she never handed over money as such but she would go shopping for us she al- always asked us what was our needs for our parcels we told her and off- her and her husband obviously loved going to Macro and to Giants yes. uh, out in uh, hey? Yes, that's yes, right. in Brackenfell and they would shop, shop, shop and come and yeah, drop it all drop with it us. Fruit, yeah. fresh fruit, you name it. She, she was such a keen swapper. But then Anya ran a similar prob- uh, a project when she lived in Holland, because That's she correct. used to support the Russian people, yeah. but with clothing, etc., It was yes. clothing that they used to send. So, I mean, her heart is really in the sa- right place. And we wanted to say Anya and Peter, I think his yes. name was. Yes, sorry, Peter, exactly. we've forgotten. It's called age. But <laughs> thank you so much for what you've done for our feeding scheme. It was huge. Okay. It was a massive. And then massive we had the chicken guy.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the... Yeah. In, in the Jeep. In the Jeep. Yes. Uh, uh, with this... The fishing thing's hanging on Yes, I really Oh, you know.
0: my apologies. Is now, Steven, that is absolutely... It? Pardon? Stephen. Steve, he, that's he, it. Steven does he want to
2: Steve? stay anonymous or not? I, I think he, he wants... <laughs> he just came and
0: dropped the stuff and did. left. He really wanted yeah. to be anonymous. and But he kept us going with chicken yes. and meat, meat yeah. and vegetables and yes. wonderful. And remember, I mean, Doreen, when we first started, I'll never forget, Doreen said to me, I'm Imer, have got a field full of spinach and she's going to go and pick spinach for us for our parcels. We had about 60 parcels at that stage. Doreen went at about half past 8 in the morning and she never got back until about 12. She was (laughs) finished.
1: (laughs) She was
0: finished. She stood in the field, cutting, cutting, cutting spinach. And that's what we did. It was absolutely yeah. wonderful. And then Quirbus Lowe, he went and got us that big bucky load full of butternuts. There. He did that two or three times yeah. for us. Some farmer was getting rid of butternuts and yeah. that. So we've been so blessed when it comes yeah. to the parcels. We've had so many good laughs, etc. So yeah. Cool. And the, I mean, people are just so generous. And then there's Glenda, if you think of Glenda, oh, who's yeah. over she's the she's road from the Lions Club there. Who who toddles over every now and again just for a chat. She brings all her yogurt uh, containers, her ice cream containers,
2: And she sews. She
0: sews those little bags for us. She sews bags for the charity shop. She sews little pairs of shorts for the charity shop. She is just such a sweet. She's in uh, in Switzerland at the moment. And Glenda, if you tuned in to Happening Radio, we hope you're having an absolute ball. You and your sister, with your son over there, have fun and stay safe. You absolutely. There you go. So what other good memories have we got from working all together? We've had some good laughs. We've only in all the time we treated each other to a, a, a breakfast. Was it yes. a breakfast or a luncheon? Yeah, a,
1: yeah we had a breakfast. A breakfast breakfast right. at, yeah, uh, at Crystal Hotel. Beach. Yes, yeah. it's
0: time we did it together. But maybe this time we must go when we can have a glass of wine together. And an and Uber. And <laughs> an Uber. <laughs>
2: Before <laughs> 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 Neighbourhood
0: Watch catches us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So so great fun is had by. And we got one male in our company and that's Ian Campbell.
1: Yes. And
0: and uh, Ian, Ian, he comes from Navy stock. So Ian is very much a, a logistics person. He's on, you know, and oh, we've got to know Ian. He's just such a darling. So Ian, if you're listening today, we wish you everything at the best because at the moment you are Nurse Ian Campbell. Yeah. And uh, Annabelle, we hope that you, we know that you're back in hospital and that uh, you get better soon that you whatever it is that put you back in hospital doesn't set you too far back and uh, we wish you all the best get strong quickly right let's have some more music and then we'll chat again right we're back and having this nice chat of the day's of fun, we do. Whatever we do, <laughs> yeah. uh, whatever our schools do, we have fun. Yes, we really do. Yeah. yeah, we make it fun because every day should be a fun day because you never know when it's your last day. So you've got to make sure that you have fun on your Maybe last day. Pray not. I'm not yeah. ready yet. I've got too much. My garage is still <laughs> too full of <laughs> rubbish for me to go any places. Yeah. I think my family will kill me oh, yeah. if I move on to greener pastures <laughs> before <laughs> doing any of that. So the, yeah. the let's talk a bit about the outreach program. Graham, we know, uh, Doreen, of the kitchens and that you do. Yeah. We know that you support that the, you do the charity chest. And Doreen, she is our chief Uh, cleaner in the in the charity chest she loves she cannot stand it if people bring in something that's just a little bit dusty (laughs) Doreen makes sure that it goes uh, on the shelf that it looks uh, absolutely good she's the one who redecorates our shop all the time Doreen's the one who uh, really makes sure that the board is up and it's done properly etc Whereas I know, Doreen, I'm very lazy. I go in there, I will mark the clothes and I'll put it out. If it's not right, yes, you know, we make sure that it is. We get it washed, etc. Doreen even does that. And, uh, yeah, we repack the shelves, that type of thing. But Doreen loves the dusting and the cleaning and the washing and all. Polishing <laughs> and the silver and the shoes. And, oh, my goodness. Anne and her team, well... That's a team to reckon with. (laughs) They can sell us to an Eskimo. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's it. I think Anne has got to follow. And we know it, Anne, because when we're in the shop and they walk in and they say, is Anne here? (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and you say no, and then you know you've lost a sale because then Anne's going to be. They know which days yeah. that Anne follows my day, etc. So, but we have a small little following, the GBRA, and you, Doreen, have yes, you got I those? Got regu- my guys. You yes, got yes. your guys as well. So, there you go. So, they get to know you and yeah. they come in. The Lions Club, they use their volunteers from the uh, the Lions Club. They. Um, uh, um, Come into the the shop to assist. we always have volunteers that help us, otherwise we are there. We have to to help uh, um, the lions I think they're very blessed because they have quite a number of
3: uh,
0: members uh, yeah. members here yeah. And, mm. and uh um the united church they've got their members that help so it's just doreen and i that really battles with our volunteers but i've been very lucky i've got two new volunteers one is a neighborhood watch volunteer that i've just uh, on onto my side. <laughs> so, but my yeah. two, those two ladies that are helping me, uh, June and Kathy, yeah. you at any time they love to work. They want to get out there and work. Kathy is a real darling. She's out at uh, lives out at Solaris Pass Village, yeah. and her granddaughter brings her in. She's retired here yeah, from um, uh, uh, Hillcrest, so she's yeah. just she's lonely out there, and it's good for her to to be able to come in and work. So how how do you manage it, Doreen?
2: Man, I've got Richard Kowalswijk that helps me, and he is like a rock. He's rock solid. He comes in all the, like from the beginning, you know, so we've made this little team, but we definitely would do with um, volunteers. So if anybody, you know, is, they can just come into the shop and maybe just say that they would like to be a volunteer so that we can um, get, because I think the COVID really, like the COVID group, and the stuff that we did took up a lot of our time. And now that things are slacking down again, we need to get more involved with our projects that we already ran. Yes. So we would really be grateful to any volunteers in Gordons Bay or in the surrounding area that would like to do yeah. something for us, um, get involved and, you know, offer to be a volunteer. It's lots of fun. You make friends, you see people, you know. Um, it's a really nice opportunity to...
0: Give back, yes, you know? to give back. Yeah. That's it, yeah. And uh, you know the timing's not so bad because we open from a Tuesday Friday, yeah. from twelve o'clock to five o'clock, yes. and on a Saturday morning, half past eight to twelve o'clock, half past twelve, to half past twelve. Don't tell anybody Edwina closes at twelve <laughs> o'clock. There you go. So <laughs> there you go. So there, you know, it is. Uh, um, it's really it's fabulous just to give back and and also you meet such colourful people, if I can I use the words in yes. in italics, you know they're such wonderful people come in with such fabulous stories and I mean some people bring us absolutely designer clothes and we are like dumbstruck with what's brought in on that. Mm-hmm. And we're so happy because it all goes out onto the, the floor. We as, we as the the main organisers, we've got that written rule There's, because everybody says, oh, the charity shop organisers, they're the ones who get the best of the best. But our written rule is it has got to go out on onto the floor before... Yeah. We are like
2: to buy it, but it has to be priced first by somebody else. That's yes. right, yes. Yeah,
0: sure. yeah. So that meaning it's got to be on the floor first yeah, yeah. As, <laughs> uh, as such. Yeah, And we know that there are a few uh, um, dealers that do come in and that, but we don't phone them particularly and say, guess what, this is yeah. in the shop. Everybody's got fair chance yeah. at what we, we've got yes, yeah. So, so,
2: Edwina, if I can just say, if there are any guest houses out there, or people with lots of linen, I, I find that a lot of people ask for linen, toweling, yeah. and these are and, and children's clothes. You know, children's toys, children's clothes. We've got... Um, Lots of men and female clothing. Yeah. But the brick and brack, you know, things like a kettle. If you don't use a kettle, bring it in. There's always somebody that looks for a kettle or uh, pots and pans. Always asking for pots and pans. Mm. So if there's anybody that, you know, has extra linen, um, we would love that. You know, that would help us. Linen, curtains, towels,
0: towels, uh, (laughs) pots and pans. A big call for it. eh?
2: I've often, yeah. so often I find that we've had a few. Uh, like people that have maybe gone through a divorce or somebody that's relocated or whatever and they've got a set up now, then they will come to us and they'll look for curtains, maybe some bedding, a little bit of towels just to sort them out. So for that, I I love being part of the charity shop for those reasons, you know, making things available to people that naturally they won't be able to afford. Just to get them onto their feet, onto and, the, mm. and in in return, our projects get supported. And yes, that's a win-win. And like
0: you say, Doreen, when they come in there, and uh, there is uh, uh, something there for them, yeah. you know that they they've just done. Uh, um, they found a set of curtains, or they found that, that duvet, or something like that. The excitement in their face that you yeah, you join in with that, etc. Yes, it's lovely.
2: Even toys for children.
0: Toys for you know? children. Yes. So
2: I often the ladies come in and they got their little children, and then we've got that one section where we got all the little toys. The kids love it. You they know? love if it. If you yeah. go to toy shops and stuff like that, the and, you know, even pick and pay or checkers, whatever, the toys are so, so expensive, Very expensive. you know. Hmm. But to make it available to a child that that is not available to, I love that. Yeah, no, it makes me amazing. so excited. Yes, because yeah, the yeah. mom can then afford a toy for 15 rand or yes. 20 rand, you or know, rand. Or 2
1: rand. Or 2 rand.
2: No, I don't sell it for 2
1: rand. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> or you or you got Auntie Anne that will give it away,
0: <laughs> in some instances. Those little faces, you know. Yes, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. But so. I mean, it's amazing. But we're so blessed. You know, yeah. to bless somebody else with with a, a child with a toy, uh, it must warm your heart. Mm. Otherwise, mm. you know. Yeah. But yeah, we, we are very, very blessed at, at the charity chest. People are so amazing, and everybody's got their own taste. Yes, you'll think, Oh, no, I'll never buy this, and then the next minute, somebody comes in and says, Oh, I love this, and I'm like, Oh, no, treasure! But yeah, no, it's exciting to wear it. It's very
0: exciting, and you know, at one stage, we were getting in men's suits, like. Daily, we would get two, three suits, and we had like a rack full of suits in that.
3: Yeah.
0: Perfect condition, good, good suits in that, yeah. and they go in, they go in, go in. Yeah. I mean, to in the charity shop, those suits are a hundred rand. Yeah. Where can you buy a suit for hundred rand you in not. perfect condition? Yeah. Absolutely perfect condition. So, guys, if you're out there and you're looking for a suit, even that Matric dance suit. There's there's something there for everybody. And I mean, those those kids that wear the retro clothes, the Fair old jerseys, etc. Yes. They, they're they're yes, always in they there, always they in there <laughs> looking for it. Yes, yeah. it's there. So the charity shop has so much to offer. Yeah. It really does. At the moment, the charity shop is behind the centre. It's Lancaster Road. And there was a doggy parlor. There's no longer a doggy parlor, but there's the laundry. I think it's called Just Laundry. the the, yes the just laundry uh we are right next door to to just laundry we uh, do know some days that we do have not so desirables hanging around our shop but uh, we do have a camera up that can watch your cars etc and uh yeah you're safe inside there with us and uh, come along and have a look support us as Doreen says there's that linen those old towels Please, you know, send them our way. The, every, one man's junk, as they can say, not that it yeah. linen and that is junk, etc., is another man's treasure. It's that yeah. brick and brack. Oh, people love brick and brack, hey? yeah. Pots and, and pans and plates and, and, pans, and, and cups and, cups, and, and vases stuff, yeah. and little ornaments, teddy bears, and all those funny things that we've collected through the years as we say now dust collectors as you <laughs> get older those dust collectors <laughs> bring I've them heard along some
2: horrible words for those things <laughs> yes absolutely
0: <laughs> we can use some terrible words but there you go yeah. bring them along you know you just get one person in that just says oh my goodness there you go yeah so yeah and, and at the moment royal is all about you know there's so many people that uh, our favorites are the queen etc and she's just had her uh, um, platinum jubilee i was trying to think which one it was and how many of us have got all those royal things in our cupboard and that those are real dust collectors i said we know that she's got tons of it because her husband's a royalist but there you, you mm. go, I would be murdered if I had to bring any of it uh, to the charity shop, but there are <laughs> a lot of people who don't want that sort yeah. of But we've got
2: lovely books for, uh, on Diana and, and, and the royal family, there's quite a lot Feel, yes. Anybody yes. is interested I mean, we do have that on our shelves yeah. they
0: Absolutely, yes they are. We don't really take yeah. books because books take up so much room Yes, yes, and, and, and they, we slow, they move slowly They move slowly, know? and we have got the best bookshop here in Gordons yeah. Bay Yes, uh, yes. yes, so it's there's no point of us trying to compete with the bookshop no, and no, that. Not. We do keep some of the books, and uh, but others we take it down to. We prefer not to take the books yes. yet. At the moment, we've got quite a stack of LP records, which is absolutely fabulous because people mm-hmm. are bringing those LPs in and they're so collectible at the moment. So come on long 10 rand for an LP. You know, what uh, a bargain. Every you now and again, thing. I go
2: through the stuff and then I see Heidi and I'm like, oh, then I get all nostalgic about <laughs> yes. this. I remember this and I remember you get that, that song you in know, head, yeah, yes, and then yes. it sticks for like a couple of hours,
1: you know. Yes, <laughs> oh. that's right.
0: Yeah, lovely stuff. What else yeah. is, And what can you remember from the shop that's so memorable?
1: Oh, uh, the Springbok Alpies. Oh, yeah. From number one to I don't know where it ended, yeah, and 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 we've got quite a few of them in the shop as well. Yeah. My yeah. parents used to buy them, you know, yeah. and and yeah, I, you you don't think you would still find these things around because yeah. CDs and memory sticks and whatever you want to call them has taken over. Yeah. But, but yeah.
2: The, the the record players come back in a couple yeah. of years ago, so that yes, that became highly collectible. yeah,
1: yeah. 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 If you just, just look here yeah, against the wall, mm-hmm. you know. Amazing. Guess where they bought
0: these? Yeah, from <laughs> yeah, the <it's> charity. <laughs> <dress>. <laughs> yes, there you go. So, that's because it all happens, it happens in radio. There yeah, we absolutely. go. Absolutely. Right.
2: I also, I just wanted to say, if you know what we definitely need at the charity shop that I get a lot of requests for is children's shoes. Yes. If you've got children's shoes that are in great condition, especially through the winter, you know, mm. we would appreciate that.
0: Doreen, children wear their shoes till they finished
2: I know but they grow so quickly so that yes. if you've got a good pair still lying there yes uh, you know and you don't have another one on the way you know you can drop it off by us we can sell it yes, <laughs> yes. And, yes. and you know
1: there's so many uh, so many mommies that hang on to the their baby's clothes and children's yeah, clothes I like that. my daughter's one of them yeah, um she she p- parts very very not very easily with the it's little, little boys
2: stuff.
3: Yeah.
1: stuff but you know eventually I get it out of her and then it comes to the charity shop. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So I'm actually
2: quite glad my house burned down two and a half years ago. Otherwise, I would have kept
1: <laughs> everything
3: <laughs> like,
2: all we had in the roof. All my my daughter's toys. She had put all these toys that she wanted to give to her child one day and whatever you know. And once that was out, you know how freeing um, it our felt. house. Our house all of a sudden was far more manageable. You know, I know that's horrible to say, but it was actually a uh, a, a relief, disguise, mm, yes. you know, because I wouldn't let go of these things because I felt um, emotional about it, you know. Um, but now when I look back at it now, I'm like, yes, now my house is so tidy. It's so easy to keep it clean, you know. Yeah. So now we don't hold on to it. And thanks for that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we go. So, So anybody and everybody out there, you've heard it all happens at the charity chest. Come along, bring your stuff any day, Tuesday to to Friday, twelve to five, or on a Saturday morning, yeah. right up until twelve o'clock. So for those uh, extras, maybe that half an hour, if Doreen and Paula are on on uh, duty then <laughs> 12, past twelve. There you go. So otherwise, let's go back to to maybe neighbourhood watch. Uh, um, And we had a members' meeting on Wednesday night. And thank you very much to the Crystal Beach for allowing us to use their conference room. We really do do appreciate it, Aubrey. Crystal Beach is the best. And if any of you um, have not yet been to the Crystal Beach to have the fantastic lunches at 99 Rand every day, some fabulous meals, make a turn at Crystal Beach because it is uh, really worth it. The, uh, The chef there is absolutely super and enjoy that so Neighbourhood Watch uh, one of the things about Neighbourhood Watch is that we do get the crime stats so we do know more or less what is happening in our town from week to week so Anne what was the crime stats like for this past week
1: um, Edwina you know it's sad but people don't listen We we say this over and over again theft out of motor vehicles you know you might think A jacket that uh, means really nothing to you. Um, I'll leave it in the car. But you know for the next guy that sees that jacket in your car. To smash a window to get the jacket out. It's not a problem. And my advice again. And like you say every Monday morning. Do not leave anything in your car. Um, And then you want to get angry. um, When when it does happen to you. um, Then it's everybody's fault except your own. And then you go on to to social media and and people go crazy because there are all the crime in Gordon's Bay. But you know what? We have to start at home, protecting our own stuff. Um, You can't expect um, the police to be everywhere, all over. Um, And that is why you have to, to, to secure your own home, your own cars. Think before you do something. Think before you leave something in your car. You can't even afford to leave anything in your boot today, because they even break open the boot to see what's inside. And I'm one of them. If I go to a shopping centre, I would rather chuck my bag in the boot, um, because it's safer there than to carry it around. Or and and then uh, you know uh, you won't get robbed because people get robbed of their purses in a shop out of your bag. Mm. So, but that's also not safe to do because they're now breaking boots open to get what's in there. And don't think that they're not sitting in the parking area watching you, you know. You might come out of one shop, put your bags in the car and go into another shop. And they will see, okay, you've put stuff from Mr. Price, bags in in your car. And by the time you get back, they've broken up, opened your boot and removed it. That's it, yes. And and your homes, ah, you know, we drive uh, to odd times of night. In, in the streets of Gordon's Bay, as and I if I must tell you how many times that we have to, actually go break down somebody's door, knocking, saying, "Listen, your garage door standing open with," you don't want to know with everything in it, all the valuable stuff in it, and uh, or lucky sometimes, most of the times they are GBC clients, and then we contact GBC and say, "Listen, can you please contact these people?" Um, to close the garage door. It, people yeah. make sure before you get into bed at night that everything is locked and secured. Yeah. And you know, Anne, I think the the big
0: problem there is that people got remotes. Yes. You know, like my our garage remote is on, on there. So you, you think you press in that button That's but you've problem, actually yeah. pressed the to open the garage so you're not aware that you've opened that garage and I think we just got to get into that habit of just going outside doing a recce to check is it closed or not yes
2: but also I'd like to make a call on all uh Gordons Bay residents that we look out and look after each other because you know we don't like I say you don't know that and take note of the person next to you. Be the nosy neighbor. Say, are you okay, you know? I did hear a noise, you know, is everything okay? For us, because of the times that we're moving in now, I definitely think that we need to start taking care of each other. Take note, make the phone call, you know? If you see something suspicious, phone, you know? Because I think that is probably gonna be a stronger force because We don't want to be the last match in the matchbox, you no. know. Yeah. But, but you if we all re- stand together, mm. we can actually Absolutely. do so much more. Yeah,
0: the Community Police Forum has started a project of cameras in the streets together with yeah. Watchdog. And uh, Watchdog... Uh, so, what we're doing is we're targeting every street to say, let's put cameras up because yeah. we know it. Our police station is totally understaffed. There's three yeah. people on, on duty. So, that means two are in the van and one is at the CSC, which is a community service center. So, at any time you can go to the station, and it is extremely busy in that, yes, because, yeah. yeah and then people get to the station to try and report crime, but they, they see it's busy and they think, ah, not going to do it, and they walk away yeah. because they don't have the time to stand because there's only the one person that is waiting at the station, yeah. etc. So. The community police forum decided, let us do this this camera situation. Yeah. And we got 15 streets on already.
3: That's amazing. And you know, it yeah. is amazing.
0: Yeah. But it, the most amazing thing is, Doreen, it's done exactly what you're saying. Everybody in the street is now on a WhatsApp group. group. So, uh-huh. you know, so this one says that in our street, and I always talk about our street because I know it works. We have always been on a group. And we, will, we used to say, you know, there's... These, whatever's coming yeah. up the road etc etc now we got the cameras we can see and the alerts are going off etc but we are in total touch with each other yeah. i mean that's the, amazing yes you know, and um, the other I day as you
2: say the community that's what is. makes gordon's bay gordon's so special bay, because yes, exactly. we need to to uh maintain, maintain our village. Yes. Our villageness, and that, that is part of what makes it. Is that yeah. if you go down and you see someone struggle, that you stop and ask. Yeah. Yes, you yes. You and take not only note. that,
0: you get to know who they. Are. I mean, I've lived yeah. 22 years in Watt Street. I maybe knew four people, and hello, but I didn't know who they were, yeah. etc. Now I know everybody. Everybody knows who I am because, (laughs) yeah, you know that as we ride up and down the street, which is great. It's fantastic. I mean, if we see Joe walking in the morning, we know there he goes for his morning walk. Whereas before I used to see him and think. I think he stayed in Watch Street, yeah. you know, and that's how, how it goes. So it is, it is pulling the community together. So must, anybody yeah. who is interested in doing cameras for their streets, contact uh, um, a Gordons Bay Neighbourhood Watch or Happening Radio, etc., and uh, let us see what we can uh, yeah. um, do and put you in touch with Watchdog because uh, they are out there and they would love to help you and oh. we would love you to help us because we know in our streets, Within the first two weeks, we had four arrests.
2: Oh, yes. That's
0: that's amazing. It's amazing. It is. And if I can just tell you that in the the last five, six days, it's totally noticeable that we have our normal foot traffic of the uh, servants going up the road in the morning and coming down in the afternoon. Other than one couple knocking on the doors begging for food or the other day, we've had nobody. Yeah. But what they did pick up, which Cliffy told us about the other, other night, and I must have missed it for our street, that one was walking, with, picked up a chainsaw in our street. Oh, wow. Yeah, Wrapped it in a blanket and was carrying it like a blanket. Like so a, th- and like a baby. Like a baby, yes, oh, carrying yeah. it like a baby. But the camera picked up that it was a chainsaw. Yes. And saw them wrap it up, etc. Yeah. and GBSEC were out there to do what they have to do best okay. because they are the best. Oh, absolutely. Yes, you know yes there what we also go.
2: also bothers me, do you know these people that walk around with the black wheelie bins? Does Gordon's, does the Neighbourhood Watch stop them and ask them what's inside? Are they allowed to do it? Are we allowed to report it? How, how would we go
1: about that? You must report it to SAPS. I, as a Neighbourhood Watch member, have no right to, to stop... Question a person, I can ask, is that your bin? Yeah. But uh, I've got no right to, to get out, open the bin, search the person. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. You report it to SAPS because every bin has got a number on it.
3: Yeah.
1: And nine out of ten times that guy's going to tell you, I brought this tin, uh, bin from, from my house in Tarantale Plus. Yeah. You understand? So you, you're not going to get into a confrontation with these people. Yeah. You phone SAPS. And if SAPS is not available, you can't contact GBSEC. They yeah. will even come out and, and look. Because m- most of the time, it's actually guys that have stolen stuff okay. that is wheeling that stuff home I know, they stole
2: my brother-in-law's... Uh, yes, that's the sad also part about. Also funny, his chainsaw, whatever, yes, they jumped over the wall, put it in <coughs> the bin, and then walked around with it. But, I mean, he also had cameras so that yeah. Yeah, the guy Say got so. caught. Yeah, but I, I'm just wondering if I see it now. So I have to phone. I have to phone Saps or Gordon Space Security, eh? Hey?
0: So, so uh, Doreen, on on that subject of the 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 wheelie bins, Sergeant Nidu, uh, um and I have been telling the, the residents every week because Whittle Street was the one who actually said to us, this is what they do. Now, Whittle Street were the very first street that had cameras put up. Oh, yeah. And I mean, if you had to see the footage of Whittle Street when before the cameras or just as they went up, if they had one person through their street a day, because it also bordered on a, a, like a Greenbelt area, oh, yeah. they were getting about 60 to 80 people walking through their street every day and at night same sort of thing so at night there's a tr- uh, well during the day there's a trip wire there's like a <coughs> virtual wire that goes across that you know through the street so the so the person walking past uh, does the uh, trips it and it uh, um, will go through that virtual wire and it will give an yeah. alert so if you, if he's just walking you know it's nothing yeah. otherwise if you uh, um, if he's loitering around there's a voice on the camera will say that you are being monitored on cctv So, so that's it so whittle street what they did with the with the dustbins is everybody put their street number plus their street name so we've been asking people to do that put your street name on your dustbin don't just put 66 yeah. in and or that's whatever you're saying. put yeah. your street name so if you see that dustbin going down the road you know it's stolen <laughs> there you go so <laughs> that's, that's a, a new thing idea. and we noticed somebody on Facebook I did notice phone to or put in to say where can I get uh, uh, stickers to put uh, to paint yeah, it on yeah. or, or that you know to be able to paint it on yeah. rather paint it on than put stickers on because stickers yeah get pulled off the vinyl stickers can be pulled off so that's a brilliant idea and in that way if everybody does that we will soon know exactly um
2: and i and i think if everyone gets on board with that you know everyone will be aware aware of it and look out for each other you know and so that goes back to there needs to be a place for everyone so that we when we for instance when we see something like that we know exactly who to phone you know if we Uh, see a hungry person we know exactly where to send them to you know Uh, so I think the support of the different organizations is extremely important because that will build a strong infrastructure for our town.
0: And you know what Doreen that infrastructure is here but not many people know about us and because they're aware but they don't they don't see the bigger picture of what everything is being done so we need to get it out and maybe this is our platform where we start getting it out because we have regular talks and that so people do go out because this is a live broadcast it will go out live on on the GBRA page and then you can share it etc so There we go, so you, people can listen again to, to the broadcast. So I see there's a message that has just come from um, uh, Charmaine. Charmaine says, potens, my potential, it's Afrikaans' message, something, a borghfra, happened happening radio. Uh, she wants to know how long has happening radio been there. You have my borghfra. Who long must Happening radio or what is the fcc in varun? Kind of when are we going to get the fm frequency? What's the vision? Uh, so she's uh, what's the vision for this? So thank you.
1: Potential um, person that would like to advertise.
0: Okay, there you uh, go, Charmaine. We will be in touch with you, Charmaine, and let you know. Uh, um, happening Radio has been going since last year. This is where we make it all happen. We've had wonderful times here in in the studio here from the GBRA side. We we went through all the counselors and we we uh, uh, interviewed them, etc. We've had super times and. On a, on a Friday between 11 and 1 o'clock it's all things Gordons Bay and we just have informal chats so if anybody wants to come and be part of the studio to become part of the chatting you you're more than welcome to join us any Friday just let us know and you can let us know on WhatsApp on 67 817 and uh, Charmaine we're working very hard the station is working very very hard to uh, be able to go towards FM and we hope we're going to do that very soon, maybe in the next three months. While while we're talking, we just have a bit of a music break and if you get your pens and paper ready, we can give you a few um, telephone numbers that you can co- contact the different organisations if you want to uh, support us or if you've got any questions for us. Let's listen to Nighttime without you after midnight it's a bit uh, it's just after new uh My we are back, and we were just talking about what is a good meal to give a child. You know, if we uh, are making in bulk at the moment, soup is the, the greatest thing we can really bulk soup up, soup up with all the lentils and the the yeah. barley and all these good things that that we can do. You know, can you add the soya to it? I don't know. Can yes, you, you make? Can. You it's can. It's probably
2: the most. So our soup kitchens, just going back to Gordon's Bay um, outreach soup kitchens. What we do is. Uh, we got a nutritionist in to give us the m- most compact nutritious um, meal or that they can so that they get the vegetables they get protein they get the starch, you know so that at least sp- at the soup kitchens twice a week these kids have these super meals meals basically. it's yeah. not always the best tasting, but it's very important, but the kids um, always love you know, we we're just talking about the rooties so yeah, the kids love the rooties that we get, and any actually kids love anything, you know.
1: Yeah, they yeah, know. They do, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. do, they yes, do. they're hardly yeah. fussy, so but I love it when they s- they always ask, "Is there any fella?" Any? Yeah, no. They, <laughs> they love the. They talk they about rooties, yeah. uh, fella, yes. and yeah, they're so cute. But they they absolutely love it, and the croutons is biscuits to them. Yes, yeah. you yes, know. Yeah. So ach, it's special when they get so excited if yeah. you bring them these things, <laughs> but yeah yeah,
0: so from our side we also, Anne and I we didn't uh, really discuss where we we also support we support a school in in it's an Anglican school in in Broadlands Road. Is it Broadlands or Broadway Road, which uh, broad, is Broadlands goes up from Greenways? Broadlands. That's Broadlands. Is it? Yes. Broadlands. The other Broadway is the other one that goes there. so. So it's a school. There's about 180 children there, all primary school children, and when they see my car stop to to unload all the stuff that I bring, it is so cute. It is. Please, my turn. My turn. My turn. My turn, and they carry it. All into the kitchen. They are just so adorable. And then I take uh, into a neighborhood watching Gastro. Then Matilda and her team, they receive a, a lot of that we give. They then they um, put it out into packets. There's 30 old age people there that they they give to twice a week and uh, if there's more, in, in some cases like the other day, I gave them so much uh, uh, food etc that they could share uh, Matilda always lets me know, together with photographs, exactly who's getting and what, what's getting. She managed to give to eighty families, so oh, that's that's that, that was it yeah, was amazing yeah. that she could could do that. So, every bit of work that we do do that we that we do from the Gordon's Bay lockdown feeding scheme is a benefit to everybody out there. Mm. And as we were just saying, it's getting more and more difficult for everybody. It is. That rand is not stretching where it has to stretch. No. I mean with petrol everything is going up.
2: And with I mean, petrol oil costs uh, almost a hundred Rand now to yes. oil. More than sugar, 100. coffee. Coffee, you know, yes. The guys it. are really struggling to you know, just keep, keep afloat. Keep the, yeah. That's
0: right. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, and um, I do training, and one of my, one of the, the subjects that I trained the other day was on budgeting. And I just said, you know, that if we had to write down every day exactly what we buy, what we spend every day, and we sort of analyze it at the end of the month, I suppose there would be quite a lot that we know that we waste, etc., but a lot of people are doing that because they only have so much to deal with. Yeah. So some people only have, luck at by the time they've paid their accounts and their electricity, their rates and all, the water, etc. maybe they've bought a car, maybe they're paying back a bond or something, yeah. then they work out what is over. And if you divide the days into that, you might have 50 rand, you might have 20 rand a left day. for the day. And what do you buy with that 20 rand? Mm. A loaf of bread? is, is yes. yeah that's it easily yeah. yes so tomorrow so you have to buy the milk
2: yeah in our area now that i've been where we deliver the pizza bases and bread and stuff like that they've been begging us to bring more because people can't even afford bread anymore that's mm. it yeah so they've been asking they're saying please you know uh people are knocking at 10 11 o'clock at night asking if they've got anything and so food security has become a massive problem in our disadvantaged areas
0: absolutely and it's the kids
2: that suffer mostly it's the kids that suffer mostly
0: yeah we know that if you go to um is it centra where they make their own bread and it's Shoprite. Shoprite and Shoprite make their own Cheekers bread. Also their and own checkers also. And you can bread. and yeah, it's nine rand or ten rand a loaf instead of 16, 17 rand a loaf. Yes, you've got to slice of it yourself, but that's not the end of the world. Yeah, you know. I think and
1: Shoprite, only charges, charges five rand.
0: Uh, really? Yeah. And For it's beautiful bread. Yeah. bread, and it's absolutely beautiful bread. Yeah. 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 So, you know one you just got to be it's you know like we were saying the other day when you compare prices today checkers is cheap tomorrow it's pick and pay next day it's centra next day it's uh, whoever and when we eventually if if it is a super spa we get in in gordon's bay because we're still in the dark of as (laughs) to is or is not or or what it is going to be that opposite. The
2: skeleton is there.
3: The skeleton is <laughs> there.
0: We're just waiting for what the signage Yeah, <laughs> That skeleton is going to bring many problems because the delivery uh, area is going to be flooded every time it rains. Oh, they really? have, they've built it on a slope, such a bed. Uh, um, architectural design there, so it's a slope that just goes in and everybody's up to their gumboots in water, yeah. so it's going to be fun fun fun
2: What <laughs> happened at the sanctuary is bad,
0: eh? <laughs> that was very oh, bad, Badge that was, was, was bad. yes, love the sharks in the water
2: <laughs> 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 I think everyone saw that one yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On Facebook they had that in the staircase, yes, it uh, was quite something.
2: Th-
0: yeah, that's actually quite sad It was you sad, know, yeah. yes, yes and there again Sorry it's the Facebook, like yeah. we say we We put these things on on Facebook, and yes, that was tongue-in-cheek. It was great, but that is really what did happen there. But then some people put uh, scenes of of, uh, different roads and that that were flooded. They weren't even in our area. They were flooded elsewhere. I mean, Gordons Bay, yes, and we hope Councillor Stacey is, is listening, because Councillor Stacey, we did warn you. We did say to you clean those canals oh, yeah. get those canals clean before the rain, you mm. told me you were, were working on a, uh, a winter readiness program mm. sadly it started the, fr- the Sunday night your mm. winter readiness program started yeah. and the rains came on the Monday morning and what happened we didn't have one flooded house like we had previously, we had a number of flooded houses yeah, and very very one. irate mm. residents and that but you have put it up on Facebook uh, councillor Stacey to say that you will be prepared the next time.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's the littering, you know. At the at the end of the day, I think this littering th- they must the littering is a massive problem, eh.
0: You know, not and only the canals. Thing,
2: it's, a, it's a mental thing. You it know? is,
0: but the canals also were overgrown. Yes, yeah. we understand. In the summer, we say don't touch it because there's that special frog in the in the water, yeah. etc. But they've got to keep it clean to at some some or take away some of those reeds to yeah. make sure that the water does flow.
1: Flow. Yeah. And when
0: it comes to to the um, what are we in now? June. When it comes to the beginning of May. The city needs to start cleaning our, our rivers yeah, so that yeah. it can run free, freely. Mm. We say thank you that in actual fact you're right, Doreen. That uh, in especially near the behind here at the um, centre, that that river wasn't cleared. Pro- the, all the reeds weren't cleared properly because yeah. boy, oh boy, the rubbish that ro- that yeah. came down it's, was under. Un- it would terrible, all be yeah. in. It is, and it is a cultural thing because mm. people take it as a job opportunity.
2: And I'm also so sorry that they don't have Zap It in Azibi anymore. Yes. Yeah. That made a massive impact it on did. me. You know. Yes, Zap It uh, in Azibi, yes. It started off in our time with, uh, y- you know, that. And then how we, I mean, I was emotional about it. You mm. know, uh, over, our, over our holiday, I was rounding up my friends and recleaning our neighborhood just because I could zap it in Azibi, you know. <laughs> yes. And whereas I think for the kids uh in our area and whatever, it has to start, you know, we have to start saying, so when I go into the, the, um, where our soup is and stuff, then I'll say to the kids, ach, nee, you know, jy moenie soe nie veel goed speel nie, jy mooi kind, you know, basically, sekke moikend, jy kan nie in Jy jylle moet bekie skoen maak, you know, so just, it's a, like I say, you've got to, I hear the drains and I hear all of that. And so I think it's a little bit of everything, but definitely the rubbish and littering is a major, major contributing thing. factor. Hmm. You know, yeah. Teach your massive. children. Yeah.
0: Teach it your has, children. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, Doreen, at the charity chest, um, when we are on duty, we do not give out a plastic bag at all we say bring your own bags if you yeah, don't yeah. have a bag you must buy a bag because mm-hmm. we do have bags there to, to sell so we don't give plastic bags yeah. and at the moment there are very few shops that are really giving the plastic bags and I think number one by cutting those out totally yeah. eventually we are going to get to the stage where where people will have their own bags and we won't have all our trees littered with all this g- graffiti of uh, bags etc but it's the paper and that at least yeah. that's by it a biodegradable but still it's the plastic it's the plastic that if we can change the culture
2: we can do so much Much, you know even with me because I forget my bags at home you know I buy the right bags but then I get to the shop and I forget it and then I do take it but if we could I would love it if we became like a almost like a painful little town <laughs> where everyone was you know what I mean, where we had certain things in place like we only use this we only sell that and yeah and we can you know we can and i
0: think most of us do i think a lot of us do yeah, and do i mean votes, I, and yeah. a lot of our servants that we know that i know of my friends etc We've given them bags, and we say use the bags, and they do do it. They yeah. d- they definitely do. So I think that's we just got to encourage that from there. And it's also already we, a random bag. Hey? It's a random bag, it, and I mean that's huge. I mean because most people today have two bags, for instance, two rand, yeah. two rand. It every time you out, go, it yeah. all adds up, etc. The other thing is to recycle.
3: Yeah, you know, yes. d- uh, very um, important.
0: yeah, very important. As everybody knows, I collect the bottle tops, which go to, to uh for wheelchairs. I collect the uh, milk, t- the bread tags, bread tags which yeah. also go for wheel. T- uh, no, the mm. we- uh, one of them goes for um theft cleft pallet Theft yeah. uh, is the little white thing. The little white things, yeah. and the other the yeah. bottle tops go for that. Yes. So and tell me
2: how many how many uh bags of this stuff bread. Things does it take to buy a wheelchair?
0: No, it's not the. They go for Cliff pallet. Oh yeah. They how many
2: bags do you know?
0: I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, we just get so them inti- together. Yeah, I've got everybody
1: so keeping them for me.
2: And if if people would like to do that, say they you know they have a shop or anything like that and or they collect it where could they drop it off could they drop it off by our charity shop yes they of could course. drop it off
0: at our charity shop okay, we so have a few that do drop that support me with yeah. my that I do that I just do it because I've done it for years sort yeah. of thing so.
2: so if there is anybody out there that yes. wants to collect bottle tops or the bread things they could just even little bits you know we could make two mm. things there and they can just yes. drop it off at the charity that's shop that's right yeah. please
0: if you are giving me bottle tops and they can or giving us bottle tops or anything and if you've if it's been coke or anything like that and just make sure that the bottle top is not sticky because it brings the ants oh yes yes <laughs> yes yeah please so just wash them quickly and that's it yes the same and recycle where you can gordon's bay we have a recycle program in gordon's bay if you're not part of the program phone the city of cape town give them your address and the recycler will come and drop off a bag and that's or if you've got a (coughs) clear bag put your clear bag outside They'll pick it up and they'll leave their recycle bag for you. And they they there on a Monday and a Wednesday. They go right through the town to take it. Besides our, our bin pickers that come through yeah. also. But, uh, you know, recycle, all that polystyrene, not polystyrene, hey?
2: No.
0: No, yeah. can't put polystyrene no, just in. just plastic. Yes, yeah, try not to buy anything in polystyrene. Plastic and paper, hey? Plastic and paper, yes, yes that's it, yeah. And and there we then go
2: I wanted to ask you something it, batteries you know you wanted to talk about e-waste. What about batteries? <coughs> we drop batteries.
0: Can be, um, uh, Woolworths? Woolworths have got the the bins there for for batteries, etc. Right. That's inside where the shop. Hey? Inside the shop, yes, because my husband's got hearing aids and those little batteries. That's where I chuck them yeah. in in there. You know, right. yes, I, cou- I don't keep them till what's name and then just the little pen, like batteries, I just normally keep them in a packet and eventually take them with me to Woolworths, Woolworths and I put them right. in there okay. and they dispose of that. Yes, right. yeah. yeah. Because we do have
2: place people, here. but is that the only place in Gordon Space? that you can dispose of batteries do you know
1: it's the only place that I know of. yeah yeah and then of course when we do the e-waste um, people bring batteries to us as well
2: so and where, where do we go for the e-waste
1: Um the e-waste we have uh, um, every second month yes um, at our uh, at Gordons Bay neighborhood watch headquarters on the Which red Plain, that d- bright where yellow is building
2: red, red Plain. is that the parking
1: parking area
0: um down on the beachfront Right. It's amazing and while you say that because somebody else I said to me, you know, I've lived here for fifteen years, it's the first time I've heard of Red Square. Yeah. <laughs> or Roy Plain as as yeah. we say. And it is the main beach area and the it's parking called area. Yeah, it's called Roy Plain or Red Square because mm-hmm. it's got the red bricks of the parking. So uh, where
2: Trawlers is, is, I just want to double check so where Traulers is, is in that waffle place, right across, right across
1: that parking on area on the
2: beach, there's are uh, the the building. Yes, here. to your right. The
1: yellow building. The, the yellow building on you're right you can't miss it it's all nice right. and bright and um, th- we are going to be there this Saturday yeah. from 8 yeah. 30 till 12 this Um it, we will be the rain hail
0: and snow we're gonna be we there. we're gonna
1: be there it's gonna be pouring with rain but we will be there you can bring all your electrical uh, goods that don't work anymore kettles computers cell phones Anything cords, cords you can you can drop them off at electrical equipment, you know tools and that that. goes where they from Um, there. We've got a guy that uh, that comes to collect everything from us, and then he takes it and weighs it, and and that's how we generate some more money for the neighborhood. It's a fundraising, a fundraising thing for the neighborhood watch. And then they take it away. Yeah, they they take take it away, and they
0: dispose of it in the way that they where we have it should do, go, yes, you yeah, know and yeah. even
1: if you've got a washing machine or a fridge really? that doesn't even work that yes, and you cannot bring it down to us, we will make a plan to get it from you to where it must be. So
2: how will how will they contact you for that? So say I've got a broken washing machine, do I just phone? You can me?
1: just phone on the on the neighborhood watch number I'll give which we're going to give no. you oh, okay. um, it is 081 okay. 445 3071 um, that call comes directly through to me, and I will then uh, contact whoever and make arrangements for your okay, stuff to, to be collected. To be collected. Oh, yeah. That,
2: that's amazing. But we only, that's collect, so
0: we only collect washing machines, fridges, big items. We don't right. come and collect your... A little computer, box of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that yeah, you yeah, need yeah, yeah. to bring
1: down. Yes, yes. And I need. It's only the big, like the real big stuff. Yes, yeah. That um, yeah. we will make a plane. You so know,
2: can have a. Li- okay, so we can have a little box where we throw our cell phones. yes, and, yes. Yes, and all those in. cords
0: and wires and what not and
2: it does feel it does feel wrong to throw it in the bin though it is wrong to throw
0: it in the bin I know but I know I know but I do it yes uh, as many do because they you know they just don't do it whereas if you dispose of it in the right way you know they strip those cords they do all sorts with it and they get their money's worth out of it and if we get get Thousand one thousand five hundred from the what's the name it's fabulous for neighborhood watch because it goes towards uh, our funding of neighborhood watch because we get no funding other than than uh, uh whatever we fundraise as such yeah. and we don't we're not big on fundraising but we do need funds for decals and jackets yes. and torches and yes, all that course. type of thing yes yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, so so it's a great initiative because it's it also amazing, yeah, it is amazing you know yeah.
2: um, So before, when I was still busy in corporate and stuff like that, I used to come, you know, you leave early in the morning. And I think a lot of uh, listeners and people, they leave early in the morning to work and they come back late. And you want to do good stuff, you know. You want to know where, but you actually don't. It's actually a lack of education. That's it, yes. um, I don't believe that there are people that just do it just because, you know. Yeah. But so if we hammer on these channels that people can actually go to then like i said before our yeah. infrastructure can become very strong and we can be yeah. so much more successful and, and help each other you absolutely
0: know? like i said to you it is strong but mm. uh, sadly like you say people don't are not aware yeah. and even though we put it out under uh, um, Every group, I mean, Lisa does our advertising for us, for the e-waste. It's gone out on the Neighbourhood Watch pages, it's gone out on yeah. on the different Facebook pages and that etc. And then people will still say oh, but I didn't know. I didn't know, yeah. <laughs> yes, I didn't know about it. There you go. So, yep, there we go. So tomorrow is East e-waste day and as I say, it's going to be heavy rains tonight from uh, midnight and uh, um, to early morning and then we hope we are going to have like a two-hour break and then we hope from there on it will clear up and there we go if i just have a look now yeah so saturday is 80 chance of rain but in the morning there is going to to be that break yes yeah.
2: Yeah. But what a nice day today. Huh? What a
1: this, gorgeous is, this day This is today. when
2: I feel so privileged to be living here. Absolutely. You're know? Absolutely. Absolutely living the most is.
1: beautiful
0: little yeah. Couldn't ever. travel and yeah. have a better view. Yeah. I always say it's the hamlet of Gord- Gordon's Bay. It's like a little hamlet yeah. to me. It's just so beautiful. You know, it doesn't matter where you're at. And now all the gardens are so green. And it's yeah. the green belt areas are beautiful and green. It's, it's fabulous. and our lawns on, yeah. on the Red Plain
1: are looking fantastic. Fantastic! So you know, when I go to Crystal, really nice.
2: when we go to Crystal Beach and you're out on the broad walk there, I always feel like it's a little Monaco. You know, yeah. What yeah. I mean, true. You get the boats lying there. Yeah. It's all these fantastic. St- oh no, I love it.
3: I yeah. love to live it. <laughs> it yes.
0: So while we're talking about Gordon's Bay and all what's happening, I don't know if everybody realizes or has seen that the Pinkbud project we have started up again. From Monday, we started our pink bibs, uh, got them back on track. We have got 13 that we are working with. We're keeping it at at 13. And um, each of them have got a, a special spot. They know what it is. Although we are going to do a little change here and there tomorrow morning. But they the ones, they've, they've got the pink jackets. So please, we ask you, do not support the yellow jackets, the green jackets. They are not there. They are... They are uh, they don't want to be on the program because they don't want to be monitored. Yeah. So, and so it's usually
2: things like drug problems, drug-related problems, and stuff like that. The pink bibs are then screened. Hey, yes. Did you yes. say that they're screened they by the screened SAP SEPs, and whatever? Yes. Yeah. And uh, making making sure that they are not. C- there's no criminal activity and stuff like we that. We know so. that
0: there's still criminal activity, Doreen. Oh, yeah. We know that most of them do. Do drugs etc., but at least we are aware of it. We are watching them. We know what they're doing etc. We know yeah. where they're coming from. I mean, of the thirteen Bibbers that are there, eight of them go back to Casablanca, Secor Park, or that etc. Yeah. During at, at night, so they're no longer on our street. They're off our street uh, yeah. uh, in total. But and the others, the you know, the others, we still we working on it. We get yeah. in there. And some of them are working during the day where they go off to work and then they come back later and they do what they have to, to, to bib and that. So we got a, we've got a very good uh, control. And it's Steve Paul, who is uh, uh, one of our Neighbourhood Watch members. He's also owner Head. of a business from Headline Properties on the, on the beachfront. Steve is uh, now working with Mark and I. And uh, Steve is there all day, so he can keep a very good eye on them. Yeah. So, and so and they
2: also get allocated section hey? so yes, yes and you know uh, I must just say for me that's been the biggest sort of relief because I uh, used to get I don't know I'm not a scary cat or anything but I I used to get quite um, overwhelmed by when I walk to my car and these c- and a group of them like two or three sort of group together and then come to me you know <coughs> whereas I feel the pink burbers that it's almost like they have a code that's almost like they were briefed know where how far they can sort of come to mm. you and stuff like that yes but they which know it doesn't to s- make me feel vulnerable yes yeah,
0: they know not to step into your personal into, space uh, yeah. they know th- what they got to do they're not allowed to beg thank but you for
2: that edwina thank yeah you no more than a pleasure yeah but uh,
0: you know at the end of the day it was something that we really had to do, Doreen. Yeah. We had to do it. And and I, th- I thank Mark because uh, although it was a CPF decision and that, and if it wasn't for Mark's support with that, I'd never been able to, yeah. to cope with it. As I said, the CPF uh, um, Pink Bib Project taught me a lot because as you know, Doreen, how anti-I was of anybody walking on our streets and that. Yeah. But, you know, when you walk a path with them, you realize that they these good people
1: yeah. and not
0: everyone is a is a bad apple like you think that they are because yeah. they're on the streets
1: circumstances it's
0: circumstances etc so once you you learn that it humbles you t- to a huge extent yes. and even today i am still humbled but because a lot of them are trying so hard to get okay. out of it but because of this that drug situation and, and that deadens their senses a little bit, and it sort of takes away as the reality of the real yeah. things, and that's it. One doesn't, ex- you, uh, you know, I don't say they, they must continue with their drugs. We'll carry on doing what we are doing, and that's where Compassion Care comes in, and, and obviously does some uh, uh, drug uh, um, testing,
2: and stuff, testing
0: yeah. and stuff that for us, which sh- she does assist us there. But also, we need to make sure that the that we start getting them off. I mean, if we just think we mm. the, the uh, um, I'm not going to give names, but one of our one of our pink berbers is a manager of the hotel in Grayton. Mm. He's left and he's pulled himself right That's out amazing. of where he is. He's a manager the, of the hotel in, in Gretna. You know,
2: it's we not. A, it's not a. I always feel like this. It's definitely not a sin. To be poor it's definitely not a sin to have no family infrastructure you know um so i feel like if there's a rope for them available that they're able to climb out yeah you know and and i and i definitely i'm very impressed with the pink bibs because i feel like there's this rope there's this small opportunity where they can start from scratch yeah you know i know you guys help them save a little bit as well where they can slowly Work their way out of this because I know you guys know as well. You must have had a month like this. I've had a couple where, when you fall behind one month, it literally takes you two, three months to catch up with a one month. So they're so behind that it's going to take so long for them, you know. So, if there's that platform with that rope that they can climb out if they want to, it's not so hopeless. And that, uh, and spreading hope is amazing. I'm yeah. all for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and all behind you guys and, and yeah, I'm in awe
0: of what you guys do. No, thank you say. very yeah. much. And who else is there? There's Alfonso who is mm. he's gone from hero to zero at Strand Foam. Yeah.
3: Yes. I mean and
0: there he was both of these that I'm talking about were drug addicts through and through. Yeah. That's it. And we've themselves got themselves together. Yeah, we have got two working in in uh, Mansfield here. It's just amazing that and then you know that it yeah. means
1: back to the UK.
0: The one who's gone back, yes, or Sean who's gone so back. Yes, so there's hope. There's hope. Yes, no, definitely. If there's structure, there's hope. <laughs> Absolutely. And and you know what? That's what it is. It's boundaries. Yes. And we just got to keep an, at the boundaries. And yes, we gave up the Pink Book Project because suddenly the boundaries, they didn't like the boundaries anymore. Yeah. They said we were too dictatorial. They didn't like it. They're adults. They can do what they want to, etc. So we said, get on with it yourself. Then just get on with it. But they soon realized within a week they realized please come back please come back you know so we haven't gone back immediately we've just taken things slowly and this week we've sort of taken uh, um, a stance this is where we are we're back at the savings and all that i mean there's christopher for instance christopher was saving up to a thousand rand a month
1: yeah you know
0: he was doing well he really was doing well so this has knocked him right back off his feet now we're going to start all over again yeah. you know it and it's 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 been a project that has really been worthwhile not only for us as cpf to say we've done it yeah. you know we don't need that accolade at all it was for the community mm-hmm. so and that's it and we thank the community for supporting us in in yeah. what we've been doing And there we go. So before we go, we need to give you some information. I hope you have got those pens and papers ready. Um, Neighbourhood Watch, as we say, you know. The the more people that we've got on neighbourhood watch, you don't have to be a patroller to go out there and patrol. And that, except it is exciting, it is great. It's great to do an operation, to be on the street there, and even if you're just showing the slowing the traffic down or showing them what to do, you out there. Neighbourhood watch is often called these days to when there is an accident or so, and they they there with their cones etc. And they are directing the traffic etc. And making sure that people stand back. Yeah. When when there's a serious accident, because like everybody, we must stop at an accident. We've got to have a look, and you could be the cause of another accident. We've yeah. had these fires, for instance, in uh, in the last while at houses here in Gordon's Bay, and what has happened? It's been chaos in the streets because yes. everybody stops to have a look,
1: or everybody storms there to
0: go and have a look, or storms mm. there to go and have a look, and then the the emergency services cannot get through to where, to the where they need, an need an to an be. Hour, so that's yeah. what neighbourhood watch is all about is to assist there so as Anne gave that number 445 3071 and happening radio will put these up on the on the um, website and that so that you can uh, follow there as well we've also got a website that you can go to it's www.gbnw.co.za or you can email admin at gbnw.co.za. For Doreen for the Gordons Bay Outreach, we give her number to you. It's 079 511 4429. Doreen has also got an email address. <laughs> it's doreen.gbo at gmail.com. And the website you can go to is www.gboutreach.co.za. Yeah. And please support us wherever you can. There's Gordons Bay Residence Association, GBRA, At icon.co.za, if you need to ask any questions relating to Gordon's Bay, where we can help you, anything you want me to bring up at rate between in our two hours that we've got on a Friday, if there's somebody that you'd like us to interview, to have here in the studio with us, let us know and let's get them in. Two hours goes so quickly, hasn't it, girls? No, can't you can't believe it. You can't believe it. Yes, really. it's just chat, chat, chat. And that's what it's all about. So that time you can flies when you're having fun. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And <laughs> time flies when you're happening radio because it all happens It happening in radio. <laughs> Everybody keep safe. It's going to be wet. Keep warm. And just do what you have to do. Please report crime. That's our biggest thing. Mark your dustbins, report crime, make sure your car roadworthy, and please put your lights on when it's foul weather and that. Oh, my goodness, these cars come. You can hardly see them, and then suddenly there's a car in front of you or so because your lights are so bad. So many of us are not sure. We never, ever check. I'm one of those. I never check if my back lights are working. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So check your lights. Make sure that you're safe. Keep safe. Have fun. E waste tomorrow. Bye for now.